For this episode of Career Growth Made Easy, we're putting on our detective hats. That's right. If you've ever thought about leaving your job, or perhaps you're thinking about it now as you listen to today's show, you're in luck. Today's show will be your free coaching self-check-in session. We're going to explore three main areas that might cause you to consider leaving your job. Money, benefits, environment. Stay tuned. I was an engineer and in 2008 lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I have helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. Today's show is going to be a good one, and it's titled, Thinking About Leaving Your Job? Listen to this first. So, we've all over the years thought about leaving our jobs. There might be a number of reasons why, but in the end, we had to make the hard choice. What if you're actually having those thoughts and feelings now? This show might really put some things together for you, nail down some things that you were concerned about or considering, or it could give you direction into an entirely new pathway into where you want to go with your thoughts about potentially leaving your job. I mentioned in the intro there were three main areas which are typical for people that are considering leaving their jobs. It's money, benefits, and environment. So, in order to do this self-check-in, we have to pause. We need to be honest with ourselves. I mean, After all, who else knows how you feel? You're the number one advocate for you. So have you kept your feelings and emotions to yourself, or do you share them? If you share them, is it to your family, friends, neighbors? How about coworkers? Or is there a special someone in your life that just say, you know what, I feel feel that I can open up to them? Each of our situations is unique, but in the end, you'll need to be the one to decide what action you take. And as we talk through these three key areas, the money benefits environment, hopefully they'll spark some interest, some uh, thought for growth in your minds as to, is one of these areas the true reason that's causing me concern, causing me pause, why I feel unhappy at work, or is it something else? So maybe you've misdiagnosed something and you weren't aware of it. Maybe you don't have to leave your job at all or your company. We're going to talk about that as well. So we talk about money starting out, right? Money is the primary mover for all of us. Now, I'll back up a minute and say this. If you have a passion and you want to do what you love, then technically you'll never work a day in your life, right? If you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. 
Well, that's that's true. But in the end, you're still putting out product. You're still providing a service. You're still performing a work activity. The question is going to be with regards to money. Do you feel you're compensated properly for your effort? Now, while we're thinking about that, there's two ways to approach this. There's the amount of effort you put in, and then there's the amount of product or service you provide. So do you and I work hard at our jobs? We're hard workers. Is that how you feel? Okay, I can see you shaking your head up and down. I sometimes feel that way too. But then the other question is, do we work smartly as well? Because you can work harder or you can work smarter. Now, for all of us, our jobs are unique. Some of us may be out in field service, maybe in community service. We might be in uh, ditches and trenches, digging lines, let's say, for the people that were here this week in my town, fiber optic cables, and they were burying, you know, doing trench work and burying fiber optic cables. So they were, you know, down in the earth up to their uh, stomachs and sometimes up to their chests, getting ready to bury that fiber optic line. You literally could be working in the dirt and the mud. In other areas, we might be working in offices, working in customer service, uh, potentially fast food, restaurants, catering, office work, engineering, technical. There's just, there's so many things to work at, right? So the question is, is your job hard? Okay, probably, right? If it was easy, somebody else could do it. Or it could be automated, which is a threat in itself, right? Shaking your job away and automating it. But that's really not what today's show is about. So talking about your hard job, your difficult job, how well are you doing your job? If you and I were to rate ourselves, that self-check-in, I think I'm a 90, 95, Craig. Maybe you'd say, hey, you know, I'm a 98 or almost 100. There have been people before me and people currently with me that just aren't cutting the mustard and they're not doing what I can do. You might rate yourself a 99 or a 100, you know, nearly perfect, right? Well, it's about the hard work, yes. It's about putting in the effort, but it's also, again, about working smartly, Are you doing things the way that are efficient and effective following process and procedure? That's something to think about. And here's why. If you work at something with an extreme amount of effort, with a significant amount of effort, you might feel that you need to be paid more, compensated more for your time. As we say, your blood, sweat, and tears. You know, you put your toil and trouble and your effort into something. But what if you're overworking, you're overdoing? What if you feel you're due more compensation than you truly deserve? That's a hard you know, thing to hear, but we sometimes have to take a step back and do that self-reflection. I know you didn't tune in today to say, Craig, your advice is I, I'm not really working hard enough to be paid what I'm worth. No, that's not my advice. I'm just suggesting take a look at what you're performing, your tasks, your activities. If you're in a salary position, how many hours a week do you truly work? Not how many hours do you attend at the office, how many hours are you away from home, but how many hours you're actually putting in work product or service, whatever your activity is. So take that into account when you're thinking about your pay. But then also with regards to your pay, the grass is not always greener on the other side. So we want to be careful before we jump ship, so to speak, and look for somewhere that would be uh, higher pay. But with regards to pay, what you can do is look at a U.S. average. You can go online, do some searches, and see what the average pay rate for position X is, and then you'd put in your title. For me, it's a project manager. 
For others, it could be an electrical engineer, a design engineer, a um, audio video technician, and then sometimes there's levels of engineer or technician. So it might be engineer level one, engineer level two, audio repair or AV technician level one, two, three, or senior. And you want to make sure that your title, whatever it may be, aligns with what you're searching on the web. And you can do the same thing for food services, the same thing for people in production. Um, There's a customer service. There's a number of areas. Then after you've done that, you need to compare where you live. For example, if you were to move from Florida to California, and I'm currently in Florida, Central Florida, and we move to California to perform a similar job, the pay rates are going to be higher. It's almost going to seem like a no-brainer. Yeah, I got to move there because the pay rates are higher. Well, the cost of living is higher. So where we would pay, you know, $3.25 currently, what is this, uh, February 24, for gas, gas over in California could be significantly more. Sometimes it can be as much as double. The city's busy busy and bustling with effort and action and transportation, and you're going to pay for that fuel. But again, I haven't checked the rates, but that's just an idea. Gas is one thing, fuel for your vehicle, even if it's electricity to charge your electric vehicle. Then what's the cost of a dozen eggs? What's the cost of a gallon of milk? I think you get the point there, the cost of living. So do that check if it's about money. Make sure you're being compensated well. In order to do that, compare that to the average pay scales across the country and then in your specific region. After that, if you feel you're performing uh, average or above average, then maybe you want to have a conversation with your supervisor or manager. But if you do, I have a couple other shows you want to check out because there's a really important way that you want to couch that decision, or couch that discussion, and also speak with humility. So I'll see if I can pull those shows up, pause at the end of the show, and then I'll leave a couple of those shows in the show notes and give you a note on those to have a discussion with our supervisor about potential pay increase. The next thing is going to be the benefits. Benefits are part of your typical package. For some people, they may not have any benefits. You may not have any because you're part-time or your company cannot afford them or does not support them. I know a number of people I've worked with that that's the case. So you do not have health insurance. You do not have life insurance medical, dental, um, short-term, long-term disability. There's a number of things you do not have. They simply don't offer it or don't need to. And in those cases, sometimes your pay rate, your pay per hour, might just be a little higher than others because there are no benefits. And they're trying to understand that you need to get those benefits somewhere if you're not covered, say, by a family member or an adult. So maybe with that extra pay, that can help you get those benefits. But then That's a minor part of the discussion of benefits. It's important for all of us, and it will apply to all of us in our own ways. So if you are looking at other jobs, yes, if you compare your current job to another company offering a similar job role, and the pay is the same, but the benefits are significantly different, guess what? If they're increased, that is part of your overall package, and that would be seen as part of your compensation. So do consider that, the benefits. And there's even things like retirement, where we no longer have pensions, at least in the U.S. We have 401k, where we have contributions by the employee, you and I, as well as our employer, which they sometimes match up to a certain percentage. So learn about those matching percentages if you're in one of those roles that does support those benefits. Finally, though, I want to take some time, and I want to spend it really on the big one here, environment. If you've ever heard the statement, oh, that company's toxic, or my manager was toxic, it sounds so harsh, but you know what? I've worked with people, and from the stories I've heard, 
albeit one-sided because I've heard it from the employee standpoint, I would say they're probably ranking that accurately. It's kind of sad. And if you're in that situation, I'm hopeful for you that you'll make the right decisions after getting some advice, potentially considering suggestions from this show, maybe talking to other folks or seeking, you know, counsel. Here's the thing. If you feel your environment is harsh, negative, um, uh, I don't know, I say mentally abusive, let's say, you have to realize, not have to realize, you have to think about where is that coming from? Why are you making those decisions? Why are you stating those feelings? And it's not to say you're wrong, but what we're trying to do with today's show is pinpoint the reason why you want to leave. If it is due to your environment, what's the specific reason? Try to break that down. So, Is it with a particular employee that you work with, someone in your group or your team? Or does this feeling you have of a negative environment happen um, on a, a cyclical basis, meaning once a week, once every other week, once a month or once a quarter, you know, every three months of the, your calendar year, your fiscal year for your company. And I'm asking this because maybe there's an event, maybe there's a team event or a certain work function that happens where you have to do a certain type of reporting, a certain type of service work where it gets other stores together or other groups from your company together if you're a larger company. And having that interaction with that person just could be a toxic interaction. Maybe you and they are not compatible. And so, you know, that's something to think about too. If it is related to a single person, a single instance that, uh, well, an an instance, which then of course recurs as you uh, go on to additional work functions with this person over time, maybe you could ask your supervision or management, say, hey, I feel that there's a personality conflict working with this uh, particular person in this uh, position. And I was wondering if there's a way that we could kind of avoid those situations, or is there a way to work with someone different so we can still get the same job function done and maybe a little bit more efficiently, effectively, instead of this um, back and forth kind of arguing, if you will, over who's right, who's wrong. There's different situations, but that would be the example of a Uh, incompatible relationship at work. And if it gets really aggressive, really extreme, you could call that toxic. So that'd be between yourself, the employee and a fellow employee. It doesn't have to be someone on your immediate floor, immediate vicinity, uh, cubicle, part of the building or wing. It could be, again, someone that comes in for a certain work function. So if it is limited, that's the good thing. But in the end, you still don't want that. And that's driving you to consider leaving. Understandable. The next thing would be, if you feel that you have a toxic company, it's just toxic. I I dislike it here. Some might even say the word hate. I can't stand another day here. You kind of go to work frustrated, stressed, and even you know feeling red and just blood boiling. And you leave feeling that way. You take your break and you can't wait to get out of the building. You can't wait to hear the door slam when you take your break or your, your lunch break or another break during the day. Well, for that toxic situation, again, try to define that. I'm not saying it's not happening, but try to get to the root of it. Is it the company as a whole, depending on how large your company is that you work for, or is the particular person involved? If so, is that person someone related to supervision or management? And if that's the case, if you don't feel you can talk to them directly because you have a personality conflict or there's other situations going on that um, you don't feel they have your back and support, 
perhaps you would consider, again, this each case is specific and you have to make this decision for yourself. I'm just trying to open up some possibilities for you. You might want to consider talking to their manager, which might be a director or team leader. You might want to talk to human resources if they have, if your company has those kind of services. Again, just getting some advice. Now, in some cases, these things can backfire because if there's relationships between, say, your manager and director, they may go back and talk afterwards and say, hey, one of your employees came to me today and they're a little bit disgruntled or a little bit upset about certain situations. And the problem is we're all human, right? That's good and bad. And so now that you've aired your your concern, the the manager that was spoken to by the director or by the human resources manager should not and I repeat, should not take action against you. They should be in a mature, responsible position such that they could then take that feedback and see ways that they could potentially correct the situation. But in some cases, this unfortunately over the years, I've worked with many, many clients of all different size businesses, and in some cases, this feedback has backfired. I am not suggesting you withhold or that you continue to stay in a toxic situation if that's your case. You just have to be prepared that there could be potential ramifications, and the best way to go about it, in my opinion, again, is to go about it humbly, confidently, but also calmly, speaking quietly and focused. We always say we try to attack the problem and not attack the person. So if there's a person behind your toxic type environment, work on the problem, work on the situation that causes your concerns, your stress, potential anxiety, fear, nervousness, anxiousness, whatever it is. If it's not a person causing this, these feelings, these problems, but it's a process you have at work, or it's a certain set of machinery or equipment that doesn't work properly, or you have to, instead of working at a local printer to get your print jobs done or scanning done, you have to go out of your way to a significant distance somewhere else, then you know that's a little bit easier to talk about a mechanical or an IT technical situation and possibly get some repairs done or get machines swapped out. So that's just some ideas there. So uh, again, just the, the focus of today's show, if you're thinking about leaving your job, listen to this episode first. Identify which of the three it is or what it, if it could be a combination thereof, money, benefits, and environment. And if it is the, the last one, just t- take a solid look, a self-reflection on what it might be. In some cases, when we take these reflective moments and look in the mirror, for example, we might realize we're part of the problem, but that means we're also part of the solution. I didn't say that you or I are the problem. I said we're part of the problem. So we turned it into being part of the solution. So if we then find that there have been some, let's say, negative comments made or some negative feedback made at past performance reviews, it might be ideal to sit down if you have that information handy or you can access it and sit back, take a deep breath and just read through it. What is that message? What is that performance review or that uh, employee or management feedback form saying? What are the key points behind it? And rather than being defensive and immediately kind of stiffening up and tightening up and raising your shoulders and that's not me, I don't appreciate what they said about me, that's a lie, that's dishonest, it may be. But if it's written down, it's some feedback that you have to work with. So with that said, try to digest that feedback in a different manner and see what areas might be that are affecting you at work and what are some potential opportunities for improvement. What are some strengths you could polish and what are some areas of weakness, at least based on this feedback, that you could work on? Now, when we start to improve on our weaknesses, it's not going to happen overnight, but your attitude, 
your demeanor, your posture, the way you're acting, it's all going to change when you take on a positive recovery plan, when you're looking forward to some type of corrective action or corrective improvement. So for today's show, Thinking About Leaving Your Job, listen to this episode first. I hope our talk on the three potential areas that might affect you, money, benefits, and environment, gave you some food for thought. I did spend quite a bit of time on the money portion. I touched on benefits just to open your eyes to different benefits out there, as well as spent some time on the environment, especially toxic or negative environments. Through the power of the magic pause button, I was able to go ahead and find the episodes that I wanted you to reference. And luckily, they're very fresh. They're right off the press. They're all from the new year. It's January 1st, January 8th, and January 15th releases. The first is Earn More Money in 24, How to Get a Raise. So that'll be the final show I want you to listen to. I kind of want you to listen in, in reverse order. That's episode 187, but save that, that new one for last, though. Then there's Finding New Perspective in the New Year. That's 188. I would take a look at that second. And first, what I would look at is 189, Breaking Down Unconscious Bias. So I kind of did that backwards. It's 189, 188, 187. The reason why I want you to look at and listen to Breaking Down Unconscious Bias 189 first. Unconscious bias, if you're not a familiar listener, is how we relate to people, how we communicate, how we read each other's body language, and we learn and feel and observe our own and see how we can potentially react differently in certain situations, especially emotional. So learning about unconscious bias will be really helpful, 189, then a new perspective for new year, 188, and then close it out with earn more in 24, how to get a raise. I hope these shows will benefit you. And if so, please feel free to leave comments and feedback on any of the podcast channels, specifically Apple and Spotify would be helpful, but wherever you listen, we would appreciate you. Have a great week ahead. And if you need any direct help, you can reach me, Craig at CraigAnsell.com on email, reach out on social media at CraigAnsell, and also my website, CraigAnsell.com. I have one-on-one private coaching that I'm there standing ready to help you so that you don't have to go through things alone. We have discovery coaching, trying to unpack and unravel your situation, and you'll leave with actionable bite-sized steps that you can move forward with and your plan to change your situation. We have resume coaching, cover letter coaching, as well as high-performance growth coaching, or a number of other areas if you're interested. So take a look at craigansell.com. God bless you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Career Growth Made Easy. I have been your host, Craig Ansell, and we're closing episode 192. Thinking about leaving your job? Listen to this show first. I'm glad you did. I hope it helped you. See ya.